This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Irreverent. Entertaining. Cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir, only on L.A. Talk Radio. Welcome to All Things Therapy. I'm your host, Lisa Tahir. I'm a licensed clinical social worker practicing as an intuitive psychotherapist. Please reach out to me through my website, which is nolatherapy.com. It's the abbreviation for New Orleans Los Angeles Therapy. And you can reach out to me to schedule sessions to meet with me in person in Los Angeles or New Orleans. I do remote sessions via phone, Skype, and FaceTime. If you're interested in being a guest, please reach out to inquire about that. You're able to listen to archived episodes of this show through NOLA Therapy. Subscribe to this show through iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. And if you're inclined to support my work, I invite you to do that through my crowdfunding campaign with Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash Lisa Tahir. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. They feature over 180,000 titles to choose from. And as my sponsor, they offer you a free month subscription along with an audiobook download of your choice. To take advantage of that offer, please go to audibletrial.com forward slash all things therapy. I want to jump right into introducing my guest. I'm really pleased and delighted to have on for a second time Aura Nadrich. If you want to follow along, if you're more of a visual learner like I am, her website is auranadrich.com, O-R-A-N-A-D-R-I-C-H.com. She is the founder and president of the Institute for Transformational Thinking. She's a certified life coach, a certified mindfulness meditation teacher. She's author of the groundbreaking book, Says Who? How One Simple Question Can Change the Way You Think Forever. Her work has been featured in places including Women's Health Magazine, Reader's Digest, Conscious Lifestyle Magazine, Fast Company, which is my favorite magazine. I was so happy to see that Aura has published her work there. Success Magazine, Spirituality and Health, ABC News, NBC News, and the Huffington Post. And what I really love about Aura's work and perspective is, is that she demystifies mindfulness into practical and useful tools for us to use every day to transform our negative belief systems into thoughts that truly support us. So today we're going to talk about all of this as well. We're going to really dig into and feature her upcoming thought coach certification training, which is put on through her institute. And this is going to be a four-week online certification training beginning April 2nd. Welcome, Aura. Hi, Lisa. How are you? 
I'm really good. How are you? I'm great because I'm just really happy to have you on. You are my favorite mindfulness practitioner, and I'm just so grateful to know you. Oh, Lisa, you are always so sweet and forthcoming, and I love being on your show again. Thank you. such a good time last time, and really excited to pick it up from where we left it last time. So thank you for having me. You're so welcome. I'm curious where you'd like to start. Because we have a lot to cover with with your work and what you have been pursuing since you were last on last year. Right. When I was on last year, I talked a lot about Says Who, my book, and we covered a lot of areas in the book, which was really great, and introduced the Says Who method, which I've created for transformational thinking. And here, fast forward to my new institute that's really just being announced uh, fresh off the press, the Institute for Transformational Thinking. So it's been quite a fascinating trajectory to go from, you know, creating the Says Who Method and creating this transformational thinking method and now turning it into an online coaching training. Mm -hmm. So I am beyond excited to see this work really get out into the world, not just for having the people that are doing it to have their own transformation, but then to be able to go and get clients so that they can help really transform their thinking as well. Yes. So what what kind of person might be drawn to taking your certification class? I don't know if that's something to start with or or Yeah, sure. Let's let's just jump into that. Yeah. You know, I created this program, you know, I wrote Says Who, which again is a thought transformation book with a method that I created for transforming negative and fear-based thoughts. So who would that be for? That would be for everybody. Do you know we all have negative and fear-based thoughts? It's part of our thinking process. We think up to supposedly 70,000 thoughts a day, and quite a lot of those thoughts sometimes don't support our well-being. So when I wrote this book and I introduced the Says Who Method, I was amazed at the receptivity to it. I was really quite you know, I, I, I won't say that I was shocked because I know that, you know, again, we all think negative and fear-based thoughts, but so many people said to me, you know, or I never thought to question my thoughts before. So yes. it has really evolved and morphed in such a way that who I would see receptive to this would first and foremost be just about anybody who really wants to understand their thinking mind better. And if they want to take it farther and they want to turn it into a business for themselves to become, you know, certified thought coaches, then they can really do that, not only benefiting themselves, but they can really help so many other people to learn more about their thinking process and to learn the technique of of thought transformation. So, you know, I would say, I don't know, I'll know, you know, soon enough, but I think that I'm already getting a tremendous amount of positive responses to it, you know, coaches, people that are in, you know, different kinds of wellness um, environments and or businesses. I don't want to limit it to, you know, just specific areas of wellness, because I think this covers quite a large territory. And that was, you know, it could coaches and, yeah. and social workers such as yourself and therapists, people in the yoga world, people in the mindfulness world, people in the meditation world, and people that really are very receptive to this and really want to embark on the thought transformation journey. 
And and that was my sense as well when I looked at your institute and was thinking about what kind of person might be drawn to take the certification, that it does appeal, I think, to a broader base of individuals being a mind-body-spirit practitioner or not, that it just right. seems like something that can help um, – you know, a lot of people come to me wanting to start a new business or not sure, feeling like they have to invest a lot of time and money in, in something to help others. And this seems like a really great way to get practical, useful information to help others. And that's like user friendly, for lack of a better term. It's, you know, I, I love that. And I, and I say that about says who. I say it's a very user-friendly method. I've been saying that since the day it came out. It is very user-friendly. And when you do it for yourself, first and foremost, to really begin the, the journey of thought transformation, meaning what does it mean to really know our thoughts, to understand our thinking mind better, to be able to know how to cultivate a healthy, wholesome thinking mind that can allow for us to reach our goals and desires. So once you experience that, it's like, you know, when we experience something that's really positive and we love, what do we want to do? We want to share it. We want to really spread the word. We want to go, boy, this really benefited me. I'd love to turn you on to this. And that's what I hope will happen and I believe will happen because it works. You know, I talk a lot about having written this book, you know, that I felt very compelled to write based on my own personal story and what my transformation was about. And what I say is I use this method daily. I am so much more connected to understanding the way I think and how to utilize the thinking mind at its optimum. Do you know how to really cultivate thoughts that support our well-being and that really you know can can support us having the life that we want and be able to be just a very active positive person on the planet do you know it there's so many benefits to it so i'm super excited to get that out so that people can really understand how their life can change by being a thought coach. You know, I want to give our, our listeners um, kind of an example of, of a portion of your book that really has spoken to me. I've been reading it every night because it was a, kind of a radical, truly a radical thought. So for mm-hmm. our listeners, is at the end of Aura's book says who, and, and you say, face your thoughts daily, each and every one of them. Ask them what they want you to know, and if any of your thoughts will tell you something other than you can do whatever you put your mind to question and challenge them by saying by asking says who only then can you realize that it is you who holds the answer you were seeking then you go on to say that you are the ruler of your mind and your and your thoughts serve you let them be your dutiful soldiers tell them what you want them to do for you where you want them to go and what you need from them to thrive and succeed that was just so i've been sending my thoughts places every day Mm -hmm. as an exercise like I need you today to you know help me generate some more income I need you to help me um, feel happier about finding the little stray cat in New Orleans a home just sending my thoughts Mm -hmm. and it's just Mm -hmm. something that feels really powerful thank you for sharing that Lisa you know I love hearing you give it that enthusiasm and hearing you say it because you know the whole notion the idea of that our thoughts really 
should serve our well-being. Our thoughts should support us. I even say in the book, your thoughts should be your cheering squad, not your hecklers. Do you know that our thoughts work for us? We want our thoughts to support us being the absolute best that we can be and to be able to manifest what is our deepest desires, do you know? And when I've introduced this to people that never, A, even thought to question their thoughts before, but to really know how to use their thoughts productively. Do you know, we have these incredible, powerful minds that we can, you know, it's like a garden. You know, I love the analogy. It's a very Zen Buddhist analogy of, you know, the mind is a garden, you know, cultivate it, grow beautiful flowers and what you would in that garden of abundance. You know, we have this ability daily to really, you know, message to our thinking mind, hey, you know, I want to be able to be supported by you and to create thoughts in my own mind that can help champion me to do some of the things that you even mentioned for yourself, Lisa. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts should support you being successful. Your thoughts should help you find solutions and not to be lingering on problems, but that, okay, hey, I have things to do. I want to get things done. What thoughts can help me do that? I, I talk and says who, you know, something even like dieting, for example. Mm-hmm. I believe that the reason why a lot of diets don't succeed is because people don't perpetuate thoughts that keep them on the track that they need to support them being successful at what they've set out to do to reach that goal. You know, you start off and you're excited and you're motivated. And the next thing you know, one, two, three weeks into it, you're starting to berate yourself and you're starting to undermine yourself and you're starting to beat yourself up when you have that impulse to eat that first cookie or something, you know, as an example, that we're so quick to throw ourselves under the bus. So your thoughts have to support you every step of the way to reach the goals that you can reach. Yeah, and and the role of our thoughts, of what goes on between our two ears, I am am coming to really know it is the most important thing that's happening within our systems, is that that inner dialogue. And there is, like you said, 60 to 70,000 thoughts a day, and and I don't know know, how many, I, I think for most people, we might have be more drawn to the negative thoughts than the positive. They seem to have more of a pull. Can you talk to it's us about It's true because it has more energy. You know, when not when you know, think about it. When a negative thought pops up or a fear based thought, what do we feel? We feel it viscerally. We feel it in our body. It's an energy. And I always say, you know, behind every emotion that you're feeling there's a thought connected to it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times we feel the emotion or the energy and we don't even know really what the thought is that's connected to it. So then we go into what I say in the book, we go into the reactive mode, reactor mode as opposed to observer mode, do you know? So that when we have energy around a thought, we can work with that. And that's really what I offer up and propose for people is to work with your thoughts. Look, are we going to think positive thoughts every single minute of the day? No. And some of them we're conscious of and many of them we're unconscious of. But I want people to know how to navigate those waters. I want them to know how to navigate the thinking mind so that you can have a successful day. Let's go thought by thought you know, day by day. What do you want to accomplish today? Are your thoughts supporting you in the goals that you set out for yourself today? Do you know? And you really begin to get into the healthy habit of doing 
this sort of what I also call the release and replace in the book, but like sorting out the thoughts that really don't support you, sorting out the thoughts that serve no useful purpose for you reaching your goals. And this becomes a habit. You know, I wrote Says Who, and I created this method, so it becomes second nature for you, so that if a negative or fear-based thought pops up, you can recognize it and know what to do with it. And I finally, so for our listeners, this book, so I've really been, it it sits on my nightstand because say if I go, I like to reflect on my day before I go to bed. And if something has challenged me and I notice I'm feeling kind of, oh, like badly about it um, and I can't shift it, I'll grab your book and read a little portion. But I've started to, um, it's become more natural that when a thought comes through that immediately in your body, I, I feel badly. I literally like says who? And just even asking that question almost like, oh, like disarms it. You know, just a question to push it really back. It does. It so, really does. Yeah. It, it's true, Lisa. And I feel that, you know, when when somebody gets familiar with the seven says who questions, like I say to people, oh, I says who myself all the time. Do you know, here I wrote this book. I've been practicing this method for so long. I, we're human. We all are right. going to be susceptible. I say sometimes, we, you know, not every day is a sunny day. The weather isn't like that, so how can we expect ourselves to be up and positive all the time? It's not realistic. But if or when a negative or fear-based thought comes up, or like what you just said, you know what to do with it. You can ask yourself the says-who questions or even some of your favorites. One of my favorite says-who questions is, do I like this thought? And I'll go, no, I really don't like this thought. So then I release and replace it. I release that thought, and I replace it with something that I do like. So in thinking about your training, what, what does it mean to be a thought coach? A thought coach is somebody that really, first and foremost, knows their own thoughts, is comfortable owning their own thoughts, is really versed in understanding the method that I've created and also integrating and incorporating and applying the release and replace method is that it's somebody who's really willing to say, hey, I, I want to get to know my mind and I want to get to know how it works and I want to be able to master it in such a way that I can create this thinking process that is supporting me in the best way possible so that I can actualize what I want. And I you know, feel that anybody who wants to do that is committing to a new way of thinking, mm-hmm. and therefore they then really want to help others. You know, this is so important. I feel this is crucial right now, especially the times that we're living in. People really need help. Yes. They need help to understand their thoughts better. We're living in a time right now, there's so much going on, as we know, um, even in the area, and Lisa, you would know this, um, you know, the opioid crisis and people numbing out and people in such pain that they can't handle it. Well, one of, I think, the best ways to really be able to work through a lot of the stresses that are mental stresses induced that create behavior that causes tremendous suffering is to clear out those thoughts, Mm -hmm. to be able to understand that you don't have to be a victim of a thinking mind that you can redirect. So I think it's really, really valuable right now more than ever for us to understand our minds, to be able to cultivate healthy, wholesome, productive, constructive, life-affirming thinking so that we can create a positive life for ourselves and help others to do the same. Yes. What what you just said, Aura, about the opioid 
crisis is reminding me of, I've been listening to your podcast series on mindfulness and addiction. And one of the things that came to mind for me is that in addiction, there's, there's a, like a pulling away from the body. There's this, there's this need to escape what one is feeling in the present moment. And I know for you as a mindfulness teacher and practitioner, that mindfulness brings us to the moment and and it's a way to come into our bodies can you talk to us a bit about for the individual where that feels really scary um how they might approach this absolutely you know i did the show says who for the addictive personality um with my co-host johnny calloway who is a recovering addict and he reached out to me and he felt that the says who method was just hugely um, helpful and important in the process of, you know, understanding your thoughts better so that you don't reach out in a destructive manner mm-hmm. for drugs and alcohol to numb yourself. It's getting to know your thoughts better. It's mm-hmm. understanding that you're part of this, you know, human condition. We all have thoughts. Some of them are very painful. But reaching out for a, a substance, you're really just putting a very dangerous Band-Aid over something that you do need to address, and that is, what are your thoughts about? You know, if you can really look at a thought that's causing you pain and suffering, which I said earlier, thoughts create emotions, create behavior, create actions, create reality. This is part of the healing. This is part of the rehabilitating, is to be able to be with an uncomfortable feeling, because that's really what people reach out for to ameliorate and to comfort themselves with because they're having the feeling that's uncomfortable. And if you can get to know the thought behind the feeling, you will be able to work with it and say, oh, okay, so I'm feeling like I'm crawling out of my skin because I feel like nobody loves me or I feel like a loser. Those are thoughts that we have that create beliefs and those beliefs create behavior you know you got to connect the dots so what i want people to understand is to go you know let me look at what is the thought that's connected to this feeling let's take that example of i'm unlovable Mm -hmm. says who yes who says i'm unlovable you know this is where you get to the bottom of where that thought was born yes do you know we all have thoughts that we've carried into adulthood from childhood, and some of those thoughts are so unloving towards ourselves. And we need to identify that, and we really need to, you know, look at it closely and say, that is a belief that I've been carrying around for so long that isn't real. And oftentimes what I've noticed and been able to work with clients is that they have a belief based on a thought that they tell themselves that didn't even originate with them, which you know, Lisa, is one of my says two questions. Have I heard someone say this thought before? Mm -hmm. So you can identify who said that to you and then begin the process of releasing a thought that no longer serves your well-being and didn't even originate with you. This is logical. This work is logical. It helps people really take back their power and recognize that they've given so much power away to their own thinking mind that they felt victimized by and that they can begin a whole new way of thinking going back to the you know life coaching training so that they can you know basically start a whole new 
way of thinking that supports their well-being. So, it, you know, I, I know I describe that in a whole wide-range way, but for the addict in particular, it's so important to be able to be with the thought that's connected to the emotion and that you can understand the thought that really caused you to reach out for that drug or caused you to do an action that caused consequences for you. And once you understand that better, you can start to know definitively that you can change that, that you don't have to be at the effect of it. And it's a process. I mean, I know that with addiction, there's many areas to the rehabilitation process. What my radio show did with Johnny was that we really addressed how important knowing your thoughts are and that you can change them and you can change those beliefs that keep you stuck in negative and fears-based thinking that cause you to reach out for things that are destructive. And by doing that, by asking yourself, first of all, says who, and then where this thought comes from. Is it from inside of me? Usually, I think our negative self-deprecating thoughts come from outside of us, that they're not, we weren't born. I often tell my clients, you were not born feeling shame and guilt and, and unloved and less than, that that came somehow from your environment. And so I think by using your method, it keeps an individual from collapsing into those really difficult, depressive feelings of self-loathing and self-hate that it, it really it prevents an individual from collapsing there because you're pulling yourself out by, hey, wait a minute, this didn't come from me. So I think that's so important because a lot of long-term therapy, which I have done for a lot of my career, is is a lot of let's really be in this heavy feeling of, of unworthiness, of unlovability, and, and the individual can easily collapse into that instead of looking at themselves from other perspectives. So I think it's really important to shift our model of healing to these uh, techniques and strategies that really get us to see ourselves differently by exactly, pushing against exactly. our thoughts. Exactly, and you said that so well. You know, you use the word collapse. Yeah. I That's very, very, um, to me, that, that says a lot. You know, I can also add to that that we default to that type of thinking. Mm. And that's what says who does is it changes the way you look at things. And when we change our thoughts, we are literally creating new neural pathways. We're not defaulting and or collapsing to old ways of thinking, which which cause old ways of feeling. You're basically, you're restructuring your whole thinking mind. You don't, you know, says who really is applied to who says I have to think this way for the rest of my life? Who says I have to collapse into feeling this way, which is created by old thoughts that no longer serve me? I have a chapter in my book called, you know, old thoughts and old beliefs. It's changing it's changing old thoughts into new thoughts and new beliefs that are positive as opposed to perpetuating old thoughts that create old beliefs that you bring into present time. Right. We have to change all that. Do you know? We don't need to carry over old thinking into the new day. I can change. You can change. We can all change our thoughts right now yes. and immediately see results. You know, some, you know what I mean? Some, I mean, if you take yeah. something as simple as I can't 
or to I can, you're going to feel that differently in your body. Mm-hmm. If I just, you know, I do these very simple, basic one-on-one exercises with people, just even on their, you know, most simple undermining thoughts, like, well, I'll never, you know, be successful. I'll never meet my soulmate. I'll never, you know, the I nevers, yes. or what I call the yeah buts, uh, you know, uh. just change that out and see how that feels inside your body. You're going to start to feel different. You're introducing a new thought which ignites those neurons and those endorphins in you. And before you know it, you've created new neural pathways, meaning you can now default to more positive places within yourself as opposed to negative. And then that's the third component of your training program is to create thoughts and affirmations to reinforce these new beliefs and thoughts about ourselves, correct? Exactly, because this becomes a whole new way of thinking, which creates a whole new way of being, which creates a whole new way of doing. And so when you begin to know how to support yourself by cultivating these positive, again, positive, healthy, wholesome, constructive, productive, life-affirming thoughts you are going to say positive affirmations to yourself, like, today will be a successful day. And when we say that, we're messaging to our subconscious, hey, this is what I want you to register as a belief. You know, and I say and says who our subconscious is like the storage room where we basically store our thoughts and our beliefs and our memories and everything that we've experienced. But we can switch it out anytime we want. You know, new thought, new belief, new day. You know, it's all changeable. We can transform our thinking mind every single opportunity we have to do so. You know, I say changing your life one thought at a time. Yes. And you even say, I don't know if I heard it in one of your meditations or on the podcast or in your writing, but about, and again, it was radical. Part of me was like, what? Like, nah. <laughs> and then I had to question where you're like, you in this moment, who are you in this moment? Who do you want to be in this moment? That you, That's right. That we are different in every moment. And that Absolutely. to me, I kind of pushed back about it. Like, no, I can't. And then I'm like, well, why not? And it was, I felt almost like the new brain pathways forming. It, it's its like when you feel that thought bubble over your head and the right. wheels are turning, like I started to feel that happening. <laughs> well, yeah, like, okay, like, let me learn more about this so that That's we can right. create ourselves in You're, every moment, you say. Yes, and it's expansive and it's opening ourselves up to these incredible new possibilities. Look, I know there's resistance, you know, Again, what you may be feeling, Lisa, at one moment in your life, I have felt, you know, two Tuesdays ago. (laughs) So we've all been there. We know what that resistance feels like. We know when we say, but I can't, or, oh, this is so hard, or all the self-talk that we have. But if we counter that and we do the release and replace, like I say, it's like, you know what? No, that thought doesn't work for me, which is a says who question, or, hey, you know what? That thought doesn't make me feel better which is another says who question. Let me try and replace that with a thought that does make me feel better, that I do like, that does work for me favorably. And when you are 
you know, agreeable to working with your own thinking mind, operative word being own. This is your mind. Make your thoughts what you want them to be. You know, you know, I introduce a lot of expansive thinking to people, and I know it's a lot to sometimes wrap your mind around, literally, right. to say, wow, can I be that receptive to believing that I can actually orchestrate my own thoughts to be what I want them to be? I'm like, yeah, guess what? You can. And, for, you know, for most people that are not used to that, sometimes it's met with resistance. Well, why don't you observe your resistance and see what that's about? What are you resisting? You know, what are you afraid of? What are you not believing? That you can actually change your life? That you can actually be the person you have inside you that you know you want to let shine and let out and show to people? You know, there's that great saying, if not now, when? You know, if not me, who? Mm. You know, this I, is it. We're up. Yeah. It's up to us. You know, I, and I and I say that emphatically because I'm very impassioned by the times that we're living in right now. You know, it's like, you know, for anybody who watched the Golden Globes and watched Oprah's oh, yes. unbelievably inspiring speech, you know, this is it. We're it we, we got to make it happen, people. You know, it's it's about really, you know, to use that Gandhi quote. Be the change you want to see in the world. We need to be the change, each and every one of us. And thought transformation is about that. Take responsibility for your own thinking mind. Don't project it outside of yourself and talk about all the problems in the world. Be the change. Step up. We all need to step up. And what I hear you saying under that, that that's really comforting, is it just takes a willingness that we don't have to do this perfectly. It's being willing to change, being willing yes. to consider our thoughts. I hear that kind of under your Yes, and I, I really like you shaping it like that. It's true. Be willing. Be wanting. Take that first step. Changing out just even one thought. Yes. And I say that's brave. That's courageous. You know, the very first question of the Says Who Method says who? And when you step forward and say, says me, I am telling myself that I'm not good enough. I am telling myself that I'm not worthy. I am telling myself that I am unlovable. And I am now going to take a, a step forward to change that. That's courageous. That's mm. brave. I commend you for even wanting to take that first step. And you are now embarking on the most divine journey of really connecting to who you really are and what's in there, your most amazing divine self. And I just want to support people in getting there. It's beautiful. Yeah. You know? Yes. You know, um, but, you know, I'm going to skip the commercial and just do it at the end because I really like our dialogue. So we can just keep going. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and, great. Uh, yeah. And so what I'm thinking, um, I lost my thought. Okay. It's okay. But, I, but, you know, just to reiterate what you said, yes, it's having the willingness to try. Mm -hmm. Do you know? And even like when you said, and I loved you sharing your own experience, Lisa, it's like, you know, how we push back on something and we'll go, well, I don't know about that. So I love you explaining, you know, and I think we're both saying 
the same thing in that the willingness to want to to want to change the willingness and 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 I because I'm I'm all about thought transformation is the willingness to change one thought at a time that thank you that brings me back again to when we were talking earlier and when I mentioned mentioned. noticing um, Um, how mindfulness brings us into our bodies and for some people that can be challenging for myself it can be challenging I'm more in my head I'm more of an intellect and so coming mm -hmm. into my body has been something that I've had to really work with and so I, when even you talking about being willing to see things differently, like the body is safe, it can it's safe to be here. How um, how have you worked with people to help them? Because you're really present. You were so in the moment. You you speak about it. Your meditations help us get there. How have you helped individuals that might have a hard time? Being yeah, there? question. You know, mindfulness is being in the present moment with total awareness. What does that really mean? It's like being present, showing up. I'm here in this moment. I mean, I'm here talking to you. We're present together. We wouldn't be able to have this this uh, conversation if we both weren't present. If we were elsewhere in our minds, we really wouldn't be here 100%. So we, we're really experiencing what that feels like. And you may be feeling things in your body, or I may be feeling things in my body, but when we're really actively involved, we're really present with what we're doing. So I don't want to speak for you, but there isn't anything else I'm thinking about right now other than this interview. Right, me too. And and I'm really enjoying it, and I'm very present. So I'm here. And somebody who's maybe uncomfortable being present, and again, going back to reaching out for things that, you know, get us high or numb us out, you know, sometimes it's hard for people to be present. Right. They feel nervous. They feel anxious. They feel insecure. And I want to say, guess what? These are normal feelings. We all feel them at different times and to varying degrees. And the sooner we learn how to be with that and the sooner we know how to really move through our feelings of insecurity or doubt or fear or negativity, we're going to be able to learn how to be more comfortable with those feelings. So mindfulness again being present let's just say you're feeling uncomfortable okay you know a great way to begin the process of you know present moment awareness which is mindfulness is to be able to note to self huh i'm i'm feeling kind of uncomfortable mm-hmm. right now okay let me be with that let me look at that or oh i'm feeling kind of insecure in, you know with this person right now okay, let me not judge it. Let me just be with it. Like, I'm a witness of myself. I'm the observer. Again, going back to going into observation mode as opposed to reactive mode. Because if you're reacting to what you're feeling, look what you're going to do. You're going to feel insecure. You're going to feel anxious. You're going to feel uncomfortable. Uh, yes. i got to have a drink. Right. Oh, you know, let me get high. Uh, let me hide. Yeah, let know. me run away. You know, look at these reactive sort of compulsive responses we have to our discomfort. If somebody walked up to you or someone that you knew that you trust and love that gave you a big hug and said, hey, Lisa, it's Mm. okay. I love you. You're great. Don't worry. You're okay right now. You wouldn't feel as anxious. You wouldn't feel as insecure. And what I want to teach people is that that becomes our inner friend. That becomes our inner thinking mind friend. 
that we can say to ourselves at a moment when we're really feeling uncomfortable. Go into observation mode, note to self, I'm feeling uncomfortable right now, or I'm feeling insecure, or whatever you may be feeling emotionally, and then to be able to say something like, I'm okay, I'll get through this. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing for me to feel insecure about. I'm, I'm worthy. This is the self-talk that you want to begin to train yourself to do. This is where we default to thoughts of support, thoughts of love, thoughts of encouragement. You know, this is training the mind yes. to be your friend, Yes. to be your ally. So, or, so, go on so again, Lisa, you. just to go yeah. into the mindfulness, you know, understanding is really learning how to be present with yourself and no matter what you're experiencing, be aware of what you're experiencing and start the process of working through it. And I think it's definitely by, by asking ourselves, hey, I notice you're feeling nervous. What's going on there? And it's a quiet internal dialogue that even asking the question can help yes. bring some soothing. Yes, exactly. And that's what I want people to do to talk to themselves like that. You know, it used to be like, you know, what does talking to yourself mean? Talking to yourself is healthy. I want to really encourage people to talk to themselves. Yeah, oh, yeah you talk about that but, in your work. Absolutely. It's healthy. But loving, loving, supportive self-talk. And I love the way you just, just hey, what's going on? I, you're feeling, I can, you know, something's going on. What's bothering you? This is how we have to talk to ourselves. Right. You know, we don't want to be disconnected. You know, there's there's a tendency to disconnect from what you're feeling. So much so because you feel like you're crawling out of your skin that you want to do whatever you can to, again, numb it out, numb numb yourself from it, run away from it. And I'm like, no, 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 don't do it. Yeah, you can handle it. You can handle it more than you think you can. Again, operative word, think. Mm-hmm. Change your thoughts around it. Take control. Take ownership. I want people to know how to work with their feelings. Let them come up. Don't hide them. Don't push them away. Don't pretend you're not having them. I think the most beautiful thing of each and every one of us is our um, realness, mm, yes. is our vulnerability, is um, you know revealing our fears, really being okay with who we are. You know, when I see another person being real and letting their guard down and showing their vulnerability, I will often say to a friend that is sharing something with me, you are so beautiful right now. And they're like, really? Mm. I go, yeah, you really are. Because you're real and you're allowing yourself to be real. Real is beautiful. In my book, I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, real is where it's at. And I think people connect to that energy of one's authenticity and realness, and it, it draws it out in, in the other person. I think it's contagious right. in a good way. Right. Exactly. So, or we have we have like eight more minutes. How do you want to How do you want to spend this last eight minutes? What's most important for us to discuss? Well, I think we're covering such yeah. good territory as I knew we would. Yeah. You know, I'm excited again to announce to the world about this new uh, thought coaching certification training that I'm doing. I really would love for people to just, you know, 
sign up for it, know that it's a life-changing program. It's really kind of extraordinary what you're going to experience and then go out and want to do it and turn everybody else on to that. So I'm glad that we covered that. Um, I am uh, putting the finishing touches on a new book, Speaking of Mindfulness. Yes. So I am super excited about that. I have completed this book that I... You know, it's very much about authenticity and mindfulness, and it's it's just ooh, so so excited to get that out. So I'm doing that as well. And what else is going on? My goodness. Um, can I throw something in there about yes, what you said? Please do. And just for our listeners to know, if they and you can go back on LA Talk Radio or NOLA Therapy and find the first show when you and I spoke last year but but you lived a lot of lives you were an actress you were a screenwriter and so to go from that into the world of mindfulness and meditation you've sat with the Dalai Lama so you bring a lot of you know you haven't just been say in the in the wellness field your whole life you were in the entertainment world so I just think it's important for listeners to know that about (laughs) your background anything else you might want to include about that um you know just definitely have lived a very interesting life and had this amazing trajectory, you know, also have had, you know, personal pain. And as you know, through my story, I know we now only have a few minutes left, but I myself have had the transformational experience based on, you know, my personal experiences that caused me pain and suffering. So I feel like I'm a I'm a walking testament to you can change your life. You can transform. You can reinvent. You can create the life that you really yearn for. And I have done that for myself. So you have, and I, I know, really want to encourage people to know that it's possible for them as well. And I know that's where your deep passion and urgency to really be the people we need to be to, to be the change in, in your yes. own personal life, experiencing loss and really stepping into your place of power. And this is your mission for your life to help others in this way with transforming their thoughts so they can transform, the, transform their lives and help others that like you yes. really have this and you're the embodiment of it because of your experiences, oh, I think. Thank you yeah. so much, Lisa. I thank you so much. I really, I am very passionate about it and I want to spread the word. I want people to you know, really create the life that they so, you know, deeply yearn for. And it's possible. And it's so magnificent to see people shine and go for it and then fly. And I, I want to support people to do that. I really do. You know, the one question that's kind of kept nagging at me, so I'm just going to ask you because it keeps coming up, for the listener out there that might, you know, want to step into this perspective you're offering of of looking at our thoughts and questioning them for the person, and I'm sure you've been asked this, that might feel that that's overwhelming, what, what can you offer them as a starting place? It may seem overwhelming, and think about anything that you've ever learned in your life, even something like riding a bicycle. Remember all the things that we tried for the first time, and we felt afraid, we felt overwhelmed, we felt that we were going to fail at it, and then we did it, and we never looked back. And that's really what I'm offering up, is take that step. Go towards your fear. It's okay. It's Mm -hmm. okay to feel afraid. Remember, it's okay to feel what you're feeling. And even through our fear, we make choices for ourselves that can change our lives forever. So I really want to encourage people, even if that person feels overwhelmed or scared, or even if they're a 
disbeliever or part of them is skeptical, take that step. If you really want to change your life, you want to change the way you think because your new thoughts are going to help you realize the life that you want ultimately. Yeah, and it's different for all of us. You know, what you want or what I want is very well could look different than someone else listening, yet there's room for all of us, I believe, and I know that you do too. Absolutely. You know, you wake up what, you know, everybody has something different that they want, and it doesn't, or, or they want to accomplish in their lifetime, do you know? And some people always just keep it as a far away or too far reaching dream, do you know? And, or maybe you don't want to change something radically, but you want to minimize your negative thoughts. You know, let's just go with that. Yeah. That you feel sometimes overwhelmed by your negativity and you want to work on that. The says who method is amazing for that. Mm-hmm. It just, lightens your mental load do you know and just introducing says who out into the world it's changed so many people's lives i've gotten so many people who have reached out to me have said god i i just my i'm so i've changed the way i think i think i'm i used to be such a you know a downer debbie or i used to be such a negative ned you know i used to be somebody who was afraid all the time i have changed my whole way of thinking. Thank you so much for that. Yes. And that really warms my heart. So it depends on what you want. You know, what does change mean for you? Mm. Everybody has different things they want to change about themselves. But really to affect change, you're going to have to think about changing the thoughts that you have around something. So how can listeners uh, plug in to register for your thought cert- thought coach certification Coming up, I know you do public speaking events. You do private sessions. How would you like people to, to learn I more? I do. Um, you can pre-register. My, my new website just went live today, so it's open for pre-registration. And, um, and then it will go live. I mean, the actual course begins April 2nd. And... Um, but they can, like I said, they, that March 19th is when the official open cart begins, when everybody can sign on. But, but, but you can pre-register where we have your email information, and then you become part of our email family, if you will. Yeah. And then you can go from there and get officially registered. So through auranadrich.com so, then? Is yeah, auranadrich.com. And you can go on there and, you know, also sign on to my mailing list and then you become a part of our mailer if you want to, you know, be in the loop of my newsletters and, you know, on upcoming events. I'm going to be doing a workshop in Costa Rica next July uh, at Rhythmia, which I did last Last year. Last February. That's what we talked about last year. I remember you were going to Rhythmia for a workshop that you were hosting. Yeah, for... for, um, Mastering Your Mind workshop, yeah. which I'm going to be doing again for the second time. It's called Mastering Your Mind, Transform Negative and Fear-Based Thoughts. That's in July. You can find out more about that um, through my website, you know, or register for that at Rhythmia.com. Amazing, gorgeous, beautiful wellness center in Costa Rica. Absolutely just beautiful. And um, so I'm doing that. What else? What else do we need to cover? Um, That's a lot, gosh. Laura. 
your, your yeah, institute, I, I your think training it is. program, I think your we covered book. like all yeah, the everything. bases, Lisa. Well, I can't wait to have you back on. I want to have you back on about your book and anything else your institute's offering. So you know how to find me. So please reach out yes. so I can help you, you know, help others. And you've helped Absolutely. me so much. You are, you are such a friend to yes. us and to my team. I love your team. We adore you and we'll definitely always keep you in the loop of what we're doing. And then... You know, would love to come back again and talk about the new book. So we have we, our conversation continues. Can, we continue. Well, I love you very much, and I hope you. Oh, have a fantastic love you too, afternoon. sweetheart. Yes, Bye. you're you're just you're doing such great work too. So thank you, thank you for doing what you do, and let's continue on changing our lives and changing the world. Yes, amen. All right. Okay. Bye, Aura. Bye, Lisa. That concludes our show for today. And again, this show is brought to you by Audible. They're offering listeners of All Things Therapy a free month subscription along with an audiobook download of your choice. To take advantage of that, go to audibletrial.com forward slash All Things Therapy. I hope everyone has a fantastic week. Bye-bye. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. At LensCrafters, we value expertly tailored eye care, provide state-of-the-art eye exams, offer a wide assortment of designer brands and high-quality lenses, because everything we do at LensCrafters is for every site that makes your life special. We offer 50% off lenses with frame purchase, shop in-store and online. Book your annual eye exam now on LensCrafters.com. LensCrafters, because sight. Eye exams are available at the Independent Doctor of Optometry at or next to LensCrafters. Doctors in some states are employed by LensCrafters. Offer valid to April 2nd, 2023. See Associate for details.